millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? Good. I have... Look, I'll be a level with you, Connor. Mm -hmm. Uh, The notebook that I keep that's full of bits to intro the show with. Yeah. I've run out of pages. (laughs) Wait, so every other week you've been doing a bit... (laughs) That was oh, for a pre-prepared bit, yeah. Like I, <laughs> oh, th- this is the stuff you prepare beforehand for the last few weeks. Oh, it's a, I, I don't show up to this show just, like, off the cuff, just hoping oh. to improv my way through scenarios. I just thought you were really clunkily trying to segue into the first story. No, 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 sir. <laughs> <laughs> this has all been a plot, I didn't know. Oh, so you've run out of things to say, so now you're just going to have to go off the top of the door. Please. Sean, let, okay, we'll do, we'll try it again. This is an okay. improv class. Just oh, no. let's try and talk it out, okay? okay. So I am okay, joined as always, partner in crime, yada, 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 Mr. Sean Bean. Sean, how is it going? I'm good. I am joined by the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did my best. Did my best. Get Wait, out. Sorry. We have a, a Christmas story about three ghosts, but there's no Halloween story about three Santas. That is... There's a conspiracy theory there, but it's really loose. Like it's really, uh, it's it's so just what does that there. Conspiracy benefit. <laughs> what do conspiracy theories benefit anyone? Because the government, uh, what do the government not want us to know, Sean? Why are there three Santas on Halloween? We don't know. That's why. Why are there three Santas on Halloween? <laughs> could you could you conceivably at a Halloween party dress up mm. as Ebenezer Scrooge? Because that is I a horror you- story. I think you could. You could also dress up as Michael Caine, who is technically Ebenezer Scrooge. You could also dress up as Scrooge McDuck. You could, but you'd have to bring a lot of gold coins and try and dive into them repeatedly. 
<laughs> just cracking your skull on Halloween night. <laughs> Rock solid. Those Aye. gold coins are moving. Oh, he thinks he's a duck. It's fucking... <laughs> um, so, Sean, this is weird news. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world, and you're about to read them all out to me, a man who has avoided weird news in the hopes of staying sane for another week. Mm. And you good improv class, so apparently. Oh, great improv classes. Let no, me no. tell you about you've, them. No, oh. you've been oh, avoiding no. the good improv classes. Oh, I've been avoiding them. I, yes. Oh, no. See what I did there? I didn't listen, which is key in improv. <laughs> you no butted me. No, but not that right. <laughs> no, but let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> um, so this is weird news, Sean. And we are starting in Grand Central Terminal. And that is because in New York City, the Big Apple... It's a big, it's a big thing, and Grand Central, yeah. it's a bit of a landmark, and so it the is. Grand Central terminal workers have apparently been discovered to had a secret man cave under the New York City landmark. What? What? Yes. House? Wait, 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 wait! Like just the staff that work in Grand Central Terminal. Yes. Interesting. They have a man oh. cave underneath the terminal. And what's involved in this man cave? How man cave are we talking? Oh, we're talking man cave. So, at least three employees apparently use the unauthorised lounge to hang out, get drunk and party. The (laughs) Metropolitan Transit Authority's Inspector General said in a report. Many a New Yorker has fantasised about kicking back with a cold beer in a prime piece of Manhattan real estate. Especially one this close to good transportation. But few could have had the balls to commandeer a secret room beneath Grand Central Terminal and make it their very own man cave, sustained um, with MTA resources and maintained at a rider's expense. So the people paying for the tickets were paying for their parties. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yes. What? So if they set up like a Ninja Turtle lair... <laughs> yes. Under Grand Central Terminal... Yeah, and and they were riding the half pipe on the way down to getting some pizza. I can only assume. <laughs> it's, that's the only way. To that's us, the only so way you many, travel. So you had how many people were involved? Uh, three employees, at least ah, three employees. If it was four. It would have been perfect. No, it says at least three, so it could be four. Four, and then you know, and a, rat. Friend, a rat. <laughs> there was a rat in there. <laughs> New York, there were rats everywhere. It was, man. it was a kung fu rat. I mean, let's not be <laughs> fucking weird kung about fu it. Rat. Like, what did I say that was dumb there? Nothing. Um, Nothing. The Inspector Inspector General's office learned of the man cave, a locked room inside a storage area beneath one of the dozens of tracks in the roughly century-old train station last February. After someone sent an anonymous email complaining that it was being used for drinking and partying all the time. Oh, so, so they were ratted out. Yes, literally Kung Fu ratted out. Kung Fu ratted out, Master Splinter had had enough. (laughs) He was sick of him. You don't even listen to me. And, like, so, but, so it sounds like they were just using this in their off time. When you first said it, I thought it was like a work break room situation. No, I, it was. they're hardly partying and getting drunk at work. Maybe in work, maybe during work hours as well, though. We don't know. Like, have you heard as, as well the one about uh, beneath the like it's in the catacombs of Paris? No. So I've... the way they, they like raided the catacombs one day, and this was in the last few years. And in there they found like a cinema screen 
fridges with beer and stuff inside. And then, so they left and they reported it. And they came back three days later and everything was gone. And there was just a <laughs> note saying, stop looking for us. <laughs> what the fuck? That's amazing. That's like, it's like another level of this story. Maybe yeah, there's mean, like a worldwide cult of, of man caves. No, it's the same group. They just settled in Paris and then they got caught and then they moved to New York. Because of the excellent transportation Because facilities. of the excellent transportation. I mean, if you get ratted out in Europe, where do you go? Leave the continent. They're not going to look for you in America. They're going to be looking in Spain, in Portugal, maybe in England. They're not going to be looking across the Atlantic. Get across there, go to New York, set up another bunker, cinema, everything there. That's true. And then you get, like, you get the American films, you get the American (laughs) snacks, you get the American (laughs) beer. It's all making sense. Um, (laughs) So, fire officials said the space wasn't on any maps and presented significant safety hazards. Um, The terminal managers didn't even know that the area existed. So the only people who knew were the people in the party. Um, Inside, investigators found an air conditioner, workout equipment, hideaway beds, a microwave, a fridge, and a TV with a streaming device connected to it, along with specially designed cabinets that appeared to be used to hide the gear. Cabinets? Cabinets, yes. They fitted the kitchen in the place. (laughs) They got some chap in to measure it out. Like, at what point... At what point does the blame go from them to everyone else in the station who didn't fucking notice this happening? (laughs) There were so many maintenance vans coming up and we didn't know where they were going. I thought they were doing work on the trains or something. (laughs) They brought all this wood. How did they get the electricity all to set up down there? They're on the Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they have their own Wi-Fi. They have to go to Vodafone. No, Vodafone's an Irish one. They have to go to... Uh, Verizon. Ameri- Verizon. Cricket. Is that, is that one? I think Cricket's one. Uh, AT&T. Yes, well done. But they'd have to go to somebody and just get them down to install a signal down there. <laughs> They're just like, listen, I don't... Mention this to no, they, killed, they, they killed the man afterwards. <laughs> they killed him and ate him. Look in that fridge. <laughs> Put him in the cabinet. <laughs> they also had to make like they got the they had the internet guy and the cabinet guy there on the same day, and they had the cabinet guy make two coffins. And then, no, <laughs> and then they did they did the Dark Knight Joker thing. They got the pool cue, snapped it in half. We only want one of you. <laughs> And that guy is now nicknamed Splinter. <laughs> He's now the rat of the group. <laughs> I love this. So there was also evidence that linked three employees from the terminal's administration department to an unauthorised break room. A carpenter foreman, an electrical foreman and a wireman were the three employees that were there. So they were doing it all themselves. There, look, there's no evidence that those people with those specific skills did any of this. So, they, Okay, so there are three extra people. So originally it was three employees, and now it links those three other employees from the terminal's administration department. So they must have got these guys in. They're like, John, you, you're a carpenter on the side, aren't you? Could you... Um, I, am, I am, yeah. I have a, I have a, a job, actually. It's downstairs. Um, in your house, is it? 
Yeah, it's my house. Um, wait, no. Uh, yeah, no, it is my house. I live in the sewers. And oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I got recently. I recently moved. <laughs> the rents down there are really good. Um, and so <laughs> it's only like twelve hundred dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, and I just need you to come down and check it out. Um, the other two guys are already down there. We'll only need one of you to leave, though. Just see so you know. Just, just okay. look. Okay, you've, bye. You've seen the Dark Knight, correct? <laughs> <laughs> you, this, this all sets up you seeing the Dark Knight. So if you haven't, this whole thing is going to go over your head. I'll be honest with you, John. I'll be honest with you. you I don't want what? that to happen. We have a TV and a streaming service down there already. You know, <laughs> and a workout like setup. They have workout equipment down there. You know, when you just want to, you know, go to the game, but it's full. You can't go to the gym and it's just full. And so you're like, I'll set up my own gym. A home the, the gym. Your home gym. Yeah. Your Grand Central Terminal gym. <laughs> it's, it's a classic gym. Do you, like, But I think the entire like line of questioning for the police would just be to say to all the employees, uh, oh, there was a secret like club room down uh, below the station because... Mm people's reactions will immediately give them away. Because any normal person who wasn't aware of the club room will go, sorry, what? That's but mental. Anyone involved in the club room would go, what? <laughs> There's a slight There's difference. A slight difference. A bit of panic in one yeah. of the voices. Yeah, what? And then somebody just starts crying. I think it's him. <laughs> I think he might be involved. Oh, the guy who got jacked recently. <laughs> <laughs> He's ripped. He's ripped his shreds. And he has a taste for for carpenters. <laughs> oh, I love this. Yeah, now, I can't blame him for trying to set this up because presumably, though, they knew if they asked to do this, they would be told no. So they just well, decided yeah. to do it. It's it's assumed in most workplaces, if you ask, can I set up maybe a bit of a man cave, which is a dumb name for it anyway, but if you like, can I set up a man cave, your employer will normally go, maybe not, maybe just leave the it's office the, the way budget. it is. It's not in the budget. I would leave, you know, just for the sake of you doing your job. Yeah, what is your job? <laughs> <laughs> really quickly, what what is your? Oh, you're the uh, oh you're the cannibal. <laughs> All right, <laughs> no, the one that was undertaking up personal training recently. <laughs> Doing a lot of practice in personal training, actually. Interesting. Do you have a Do you have a workout space I could use? Yeah, no, it's really quiet. It's just underneath the track. Wait, um, it's at home. <laughs> it's, at, it's, at, it's at home. So, 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 I said you're, no. I said you're going to be on track for good fitness. That's what I said. Just <laughs> no, no. I said your training is delayed. No, sorry. I said I've set up a party room underneath the tracks. Wait, no. Wait, no. I didn't say that one. We no, got them, boys. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, so they've set up a, a man cave underneath the New York train system. I just think there must have been some mad shit going on down there. If they have that thing hold like that set up. You have got to have put in months and months of work into it, and you wouldn't put that much into it if you weren't having some serious sessions down there. Oh, absolutely. Like, there was a reason that was hidden, because some mm. of the shit they did, I imagine, to be bi- diabolical. <laughs> diabolical. Um, so, we're going to move on to our next piece of weird news, and that is Man in Chipmunk Outfit Robbed Pharmacy. Interesting. Is it mm. Alvin, Simon, or Theodore? We don't know for sure, but we would probably find out when they start singing, if it That's it is one true. of them. And look, Alvin mm. is the bad boy of the group. 
he's the bad boy. <laughs> no, you don't want to fuck with Alvin. No, um, not at all. No. Um, so the sheriff's office investigators continue to search for the person who robbed the medicine chest pharmacy at gunpoint in a chipmunk outfit last week. The robbery occurred just after 12pm on Saturday. Um, surveillance video showed an armed suspect in a chipmunk outfit from head to toe. Running oh. from the store's parking lot to the rear door of the store, forcing an employee back inside. Once inside, the suspect escorted the employee through the store as she filled his bag with an undisclosed amount of narcotic medication. Alvin has recently wanted to... He got into something else. Got into something different. That look, and it's, he's... Oh, there's a chipmunk joke somewhere. See, I no, don't... what happened was they found Faye at a young age shot. And you go off the rails. That's what happens. That's it. They couldn't handle it. It went to their head. <laughs> they turned to drugs. And, like, what I don't understand is you say head to toe here. Yeah. When I imagine a chipmunk costume, I imagine two elements. Like, the body part and then the head. And yeah. I think, to disguise your identity, you just need to put the head on. <laughs> You would, but what about if you had a chipmunk onesie lying around? I mean, surely, I see, I think, if I'm planning a robbery, a chipmunk onesie is seldom my first choice. What what would be your first choice if you were going to go for any animal that lives in a tree? But but it also hinges on me having a a costume for that. Mm, But to answer your question, owl. Owl, of course. Owl, you would have to be the the legendary Owl Man. I could I could finally become Owl Man. Not that I've been Owl Man this whole time or anything. <laughs> no, that would be ridiculous. So everyone stop asking questions. <laughs> everyone just move on, move on from Owl Man. Did he say move on or hoove on? I didn't I didn't hear. Is, is, is that Horseman? <laughs> Um, so, once inside, the suspect, as I said, escorted the employee through the store. After getting the undisclosed amount of medicine from the employee, the suspect calmly walked out of the rear door of the store and then immediately began sprinting westbound towards a nearby apartment complex, which I think is the wrong way around to do those activities. Start with the sprint, I would say. Yeah, get out of the shop and then to stop arousing suspicion... I would begin walking. And perhaps remove the chipmunk costume. They'd never find you. <laughs> it's the perfect crime. Ah, he's in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never get him. <laughs> I'll get you one day, Beer Baron. No, you won't. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, I just... With this whole scenario from start to finish just is insane when you break it down because you have to get into the mindset of this man. And he's about to commit the crime. He's like, I need drugs. I love narcotic medication for some reason or another. And I need some. <laughs> right? I, look at me. This is Sean. This is me becoming him. I'm a character actor. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, I need narcotic medication. Just like Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm the exact same. Um, and so <laughs> he, he then must... There's a situation where either he has a chipmunk outfit at home... Or he went and he bought a chipmunk outfit from a store. Which one is worse? Oh, see, for a second I thought you were going to say he bought it online. Which, that is the worst one. Because that's an <laughs> element of planning. Yeah. At least if it's a store, like, it could be the last thing left. Did you think he bought it, like, ten minutes before the robbery? 
I don't know. He either bought it just before or already had it, I think. That's the only two, like, acceptable reasons to wear a chipmunk costume to rob somewhere. I don't think there's any acceptable reason, Sean. Owl man. Oh, no. (laughs) They're Uh, the only two reasons, other than wanting drugs. (laughs) That's a third reason. Oh, that's a perfectly valid reason. (laughs) Yeah. I don't see what he did wrong, guys. What's wrong with cops? Perhaps there's like a... An Alvin and the Chipmunks themed theme park near to the drugstore. And... Yeah, you always hear about that. There's Disney World and then Alvin and the Chipmunks World. It's... Look, it's... They're a franchise, man. They've got dozens of movies. <laughs> dozens. Um, the Squeakle, what a good one. The Road Chip, Chipwrecked. Oh, oh Chipwrecked too. This time it's personal. I don't think that entirely... I think that, I think that was the name, Sean. Um, this man in a chipmunk costume robbing a pharmacy. There has to be a time where... How how soon after the robbery do you take the outfit off or do you leave it on to hide your identity on the way home? See, I think you're opening yourself up there to... Excuse me, have you seen a man in a chipmunk costume? Mm. You're going to remember that. Yeah, you're going to be able that's, to that's point to where that man went. What about if <clears throat> underneath the outfit he had another smaller chipmunk outfit? <laughs> Have you seen a man Different in a chipmunk color. costume about this high? No, not that high. <laughs> no, my guy was five foot six, not five foot three, or not five foot seven. No, he's a, he was a bit. He no, he puts on heels. Oh, he's a, he's two inches taller. You'll never get him. He's in the wind. Oh, and look, this is where. If it was near a chipmunk theme park, mm. you you just walk in the crowd. You're gone. You're a ghost. <laughs> you're a ghost. <laughs> they don't let you in unless you're dressed as a chipmunk. I mean, I've heard weirder rules for entry into mm. children's theme parks. <laughs> what is it? Can I just really quickly ask you what those rules have been? Maybe name one weirder one. Oh, if you want to go to Disneyland, you yeah. need to kill a man. <laughs> Those good improv classes are really paid off. I've paid so much money for them. I'm glad you think so. I think you're being robbed. No, they they weren't wearing a chipmunk costume. It's not yeah, possible. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And we are going to India where something really bad happened to a guy because Indian man accidentally swallows toothbrush while brushing his teeth. Oh, no. Yes. Does- Wait, the whole thing? The whole thing, yes. Sure, that I That is why it. this is weird. Yeah, it is weird. That's... I, I, what? Because your gag reflex surely would kick in. <laughs> it's mental the more you think about it. But And, and also, like, that's bristles first. Yeah, so... it was in his mouth... Sorry, go ahead. Go, um, the the minor surgery took about 35 minutes to remove oh, the brush fuck. from him. Um, he's a 40-year-old unnamed man, and he said he was trying to clean the tooth cavities when the brush slipped off his hand, and he swallowed it. This sounds... No, 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 I don't accept that. <laughs> I fell. I fell on it and it ended up in my arse. Yeah, I, like, I think he was just trying to see how far... I think he's embarrassed. He was trying to see how far he could poke a toothbrush down his throat. And right. then it all went wrong. But even but- dead, I... Like, yeah, you would have to want to swallow it to swallow it. Yeah, but it's also... It's so long and straight. 
<laughs> Even if it's what a travel you- one. They're not I know they're smaller, but it's still gonna be some dude to swallow that. Like I've I've had issues swallowing like chips sometimes. You know, you get a chip going down sideways, that's not yeah. that's not easy. That's not easy that's- and the chip has no bristles on it. No, what's the biggest thing you think you could swallow just straight out? <laughs> One um, of my classic pickup lines. That is <laughs> Seriously, stop going to those improv classes. <laughs> Seriously. I just been going the to CD nightclubs, this... it turns out. <laughs> what's the biggest thing you think you could swallow? Like literally. No, like seriously. No, like Why are you walking away? No, no, like seriously. Stop, stop. I don't mean that. No, not like that. Jesus. Is it, a, is it a weirder way? Is it a snooker chalk? <laughs> That's your go-to. <laughs> Even when they're like trying to change the subject, you're just like, "Is it a snooker chalk? Is it a snooker chalk? Is it a snooker chalk?" Oh man, I don't know. I don't think I've ever thought about it. Um, Jesus, I mean, See, not that hard. much. What about a battery? Could you swallow a battery? I'm not swallowing a battery. I'm not I, asking you to swallow I, one. I'm I saying, think could it sounds you? like you are. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, the way you said it was, what about a battery now? Go on. Go, uh, go, on. go, on. go on, give it a go. Give it a go. A nine volt, what? do it. <laughs> I mean, I suppose, yeah, you could swallow a battery. I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's, uh, toothbrush, though, is like, it's so long. Yeah, that I feel there's probably, the, probably the length of your hand, maybe a little less. Yeah, it depends on your toothbrush. If it was electric, that's a whole other story. Oh altogether. my god, if that goes off inside him, he is vibrating around <laughs> the place. Oh my god, his throat will be doing the Macarena. <laughs> uh, so I think, imagine, <laughs> as we all are, imagine yep. swallowing a toothbrush. And so I think there's a point where you swallow and it doesn't go the whole way down. Oh, no. So there's an element there of if that ended up fully in his throat, he pushed it a little bit. Yeah, there's there's like so many moments before that where you can save it. There's a lot of steps before that where it's still salvageable. It it makes no sense to me how this (laughs) ended up going down his throat. And I know like your throat has muscles that pull stuff down when you swallow. But they're not built for toothbrushes. I nearly so, said teeth brushes there as teeth a brushes. You know what, you want to be using those teeth brushes. Um, his family members rushed him to the local clinic, which referred him then to the general hospital, where doctors conducted an x-ray, but could not locate the toothbrush in the man's esophagus. Another surgeon said that the brush must have entered the stomach, and suggested Ooh. the patient be admitted to hospital for testing. Surprisingly, the patient had only been feeling minor discomfort due to the accident up until this point. What? I Okay. Connor, I want you to just look at like the length from your throat down to your stomach. Okay, I'm I, I looked at it. I even it's, actually started touching my throat. For like right, yeah. Jiz, that's a long that's way. That's good. That's good. Get involved. Yeah, this is your okay. method acting coming into play. Oh I'm coming in Daniel Day, look at me. <laughs> look at so, me now. That got all the way down to his stomach. And he that's... felt mild discomfort. <laughs> Is he like a record-eating world champion or something? Yeah, oh, if this story ends with, like, he's also a glass eater. <laughs> he just totally loves glass. <laughs> like, 
I, a 40, like even a child somehow swallowing a toothbrush, I could understand. But a 40 no, year old. No, because a child, all of children's toys have choking hazard written on them. Because you would just start choking if it was small. That's true. That's why I keep giving children those toys. <laughs> Here, go on. <laughs> I want to see what happens. But like, um, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of my own toothbrush, right? And just the sensation of the bristles touching the inside of my throat. Yeah. I think I'd get sick before it even got close to getting down. I, I think I would just give up. I like no, that's that's not for me now. That's <laughs> I would just stand that. there it's stand there and you just hang your head. <laughs> it's not my day. Well Look, you couldn't we'll hang your head, it's there's a toothbrush in your throat. Oh actually <laughs> he's as straight as an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> he came downstairs. He, he came downstairs. His parents were like, "Jesse, you've got lovely posture. Fair play, yeah." Just balancing books on his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So a man in India swallowed his toothbrush to uh, just the confusion of myself and Sean. I don't understand how it happens. I don't understand how he didn't save it for several moments before it happened. <laughs> yeah, like it's there. there you're, as you said, there was ample opportunity there to stop mm. that happening. Um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and this is a small village in Wales, Sean, as an entire village lost lost its broadband at the same time every day for 18 months, but nobody knew why until now. Interesting. Yes. A mystery. So, for 18 months, residents of a village in Wales have been mystified as to why their broadband internet crashed every single morning. Now, engineers have finally identified the reason. A second-hand television that emitted a signal that interfered with the connection. What? <laughs> yes. So what, the, whenever the TV was turned on, it would so cut a, out the Wi-Fi? Yes, so a crack team of engineers turned detectives have become heroes in the village after finally finding the source of the problem. Um, the company that runs the UK's digital network published on Tuesday. Staff had visited the village repeatedly and found no fault with the network. They even replaced cables in the area up and down to try and solve the problem, but to no avail. Their local engineer, Michael Jones, which, strong engineer name, called in assistance from experts (laughs) and chief engineers from other places to come in and have a look to see what the issue was. After carrying out a plethora of tests, a plethora of tests, Engineers had a theory that the problem could be caused by a phenomenon called single high-level impulse noise, in which an appliance emits electrical interference that impacts the broadband connectivity. How shit was this TV? (laughs) So, engineers used a device called a spectrum analyzer, which I can only assume is two sticks that they were just walking around holding. They kept finding water. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm finding all these wells, not enough interference. <laughs> <laughs> They're so hydrated, they can't even look for the TV. Like, oh, and and so he has a cracked, he's assembled a crew. Yeah, the dream so team. Now, the dream team, and they're now just looking for high frequency electronics. They're looking for what's causing the issue. Every single morning, the town's internet crashes. Every single morning for 18 months. This is... Okay, and how... I Okay, 
Go on, go on with the, so, the report so there. Engineers used a device called the Spectrum Analyzer, or sticks and walked up and down the village in torrential rain, it is reported, at 6am in the morning to see if they could locate an electrical noise, Joe said in the statement. At 7am, like clockwork, the device picked up a large burst of electrical interference in the village. The source of the electrical noise was traced to a property in the village. It turned out that at 7am every morning, the occupant would switch on their old TV, which would in turn knock out broadband for everyone within miles. How is that possible? (laughs) What if they were near, like, a hospital or something? The resident was a fi- was apparently um, over 80 years old and was just coming downstairs to turn on the TV. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, look, at least they got to the bottom of it, but that is wild that that can happen. Yeah, Joan said the resident was mortified by the news and immediately agreed to switch it off and not use it ever again for fear that, like, don't ever use this, otherwise nobody's going to have internet. Oh, what if what if she just used it to fuck with someone? Just like they're streaming the final episode of their favorite show. Oh, and it's one night only. What and if you used it to get money out of the companies that provide internet to the area? Maybe they come around and you go, "Well, I don't have to turn the TV on, but you'd probably want to give me a good deal." You wouldn't want something bad to happen, would you, Tom? Would you? <laughs> Just no, finger well, inching towards the remote. <laughs> the big red button at the top. Tom, um, let's talk as people. You don't want to lose internet to all these people within miles of my home. And I want to watch Netflix. So, I'm sure we can come to an agreement of some kind. So when the internet went, did it go for like a few minutes? Or was it the whole day? I'm pretty positive it was the whole day or until the TV was turned off. Interesting. Yes. So she could literally hold that town hostage for. She could hold the whole town hostage. And then how would they contact anyone? How would they contact for help? (laughs) Well, the phone lines still work. No, she's cut the phone long ago. Oh, she's cut the phone. That's a separate issue. (laughs) She's on top of the pole cutting phone lines. She's there with a wire cutter. She's going for it. (laughs) And it's and she's holding it in her mouth as she's fiddling around with the two wires. (laughs) She's hot wiring the place. Yeah, I think you could hold the place hostage for any sort of internet. Like, just people would have no information whatsoever. But then you would just go back to the old days where when people just rang each other and then they talked more like on social media. Am I right, Sean? I mean, look, we are, we're, we're not allowed to see our nearest and dearest these days. So maybe yeah. some of it's good. No, I disagree. Oh. All of it is bad. Right, Connor wants to get rid of Zoom. He wants to get rid of Skype. Ask uh, nobody uses Skype. Come on now, you can keep Skype. <laughs> I, I use Skype a bit. Do you use Skype? I do. A, I, I don't look. I don't do Skype on the regular. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes Skype. Everyone has Skype. Is the thing. But if you have, if you have a choice between Skype and Zoom, you're going Skype. No, not if I have a choice. No, right, right, right. But you know, I'm. I'm also Zoom annoys me. How so? Oh, I'm I'm an old man. I, I have trouble mm. setting it up sometimes. <laughs> that's different. That's a different thing altogether. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. That's that's nothing to do with the company. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is on you. <laughs> Ring them up. This is on you. I can't do this. <laughs> Zoom turns off every day at 7 o'clock. It's not fair. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is more technology. Doing, doing the right thing, but also this is kind of a mental story. So, speeding Tesla driver caught napping behind the wheel on Alberta Highway. Oh, because Teslas <laughs> drive themselves, don't they? They do. They do indeed. Um, so, the RCMP in Alberta received the call at about 4pm concerning a 2019 Tesla Model S speeding south about 100 kilometres east of Edmonton. Or, sorry, south of Edmonton. That's a lovely place, I'm assuming. Glad you but, clarified that, otherwise I would have been completely lost in this You're story. dead right, you're dead right. Um, both front seats in the car were fully reclined, with the oh. driver and the passenger appeared to be sound asleep, police say. Fucking hell. The car appeared to be driving on autopilot at more than 140 kilometres an hour. Why does it go that fast on autopilot? I think that's a terrible idea. Unless someone, like, hacked him and took over the car. Are and you thinking like, of that Netflix movie? What was that called? Did you watch that? Black Mirror? No, no, there was a Netflix movie where a guy got a chip put in his brain, but it was in the future and the car was driving themselves, but then the car crashes. This is a terrible anecdote. Can't remember the name of it. I'm sure it's called Chip or Improvement <laughs> it's or something chip. along those lines. <laughs> it's called Chip. It's called Alvin and the Chipmunks, and it's the oh. sequel to the Squeakle. Excellent. But wait, well, the sequel to the squeakle was uh, Road. No, it was Chipwreck. How do you know that? Why? Why uh, do you know that off the top of your head? <laughs> I don't know. I, there was a time in my life I owned Alvin and the Chipmunks One on DVD twice. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. I just had it twice. I think I got it in like a three for two deal, but I did yeah. it twice. I was like, ah, oh, I don't have Alvin and the Chipmunks, but then I did. Yeah, and that that was the third DVD in the three for two deal. I'm assuming. Yes, yeah. No, I yeah. didn't go in and buy two copies of Elephant and the Chipmunks and then get one free. <laughs> Jeez, they're going to give me one for free. I am absolutely <laughs> loving this. <laughs> the, I would not trust a self-driving car. Like, no. if, if I had one, I wouldn't fully recline my seat and fall asleep in it. Yeah, I think the, that is, that's a level we are not at as a society. No, my printer doesn't work sometimes. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> trust any technology. Any at all? No, none. I hate microphones. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to plug this thing out. Hang on. <laughs> no! <laughs> um, nobody was looking out the windshield, said the police, to see where the car was going. I've been policing for over ter- 23 years, and the majority of that traffic, or of the majority of that in traffic law enforcement, and I'm speechless. I've never, ever, ever seen anything like this before. But of course, the technology wasn't there. Um, so the Tesla model does have autopilot functions, including auto steer and traffic aware cruise control, and both functions appear to be acti- activated. We believe the vehicle was operating on the autopilot system, which is really just an advanced driver safety system, um, a driver assist program. You still need to be driving the vehicle. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, but of course there are aftermarket things that can be done to a vehicle against the manufacturer's recommendations to change or circumvent the safety system so you could maybe juice it up add a bit of NOS to it a bit of Cuban NOS in your Tesla 
bit of Cuban nuss. So after the responding officer activated emergency lights on their vehicle, the Tesla automatically began to accelerate. It entered kill mode. <laughs> it went red. It turned into the aware car from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, hog hog. <laughs> Terrible Ter- said, even as those vehicles that were ahead of the Tesla on the highway moved out of the way, nobody appeared to be in the car. So the police are chasing after this car that doesn't look like anyone is in. But the vehicle sped up because every car in front of it began to clear out of the way. So the line in front ah. of the car was clear. So then it, the car reads that there's no obstruction and just immediately begins to speed up. And that's how you get a high-speed chase. Yeah, and so the responding officer obtained radar readings on the vehicle, confirming that it had automatically accelerated to exactly 150 kilometres an hour. Wow. Yes. That is faster than you can drive on any road in Ireland. Yes, that is quite quick. It's good for a high-speed chase, but it's also it's also hilarious to think of the two people still asleep throughout this whole thing. Just having very fast dreams, I imagine. <laughs> They're just loving Fast and Furious the movies. They're having a lot of dreams that involve Vin Diesel. Like, and so how did they stop him? Did they get in front of the car to get it to slow down? Um, we will get to that shot. But Tesla's oh, okay. autopilot function is designed to keep the car in its lane and at a safe dif- dif- distance from other vehicles. Also, autopilot can also change lanes on its own, which I think is fairly dangerous as it is. Um, yeah. And, but then they decided to go, this wasn't enough. They went to Angie Dean, president of the Tesla Owners Club of Alberta. And oh, she said, right to the, the top. incident, she, right to the top. And she said, the incident is troubling for the 300 paying members of her group and the 1,000 active members on the club's Facebook group. She is not happy. She is livid. Up until this, Tesla has had nothing but positive press. Not everyone loves Elon Musk. They think he's great. And his son. (laughs) Um, It gives us all a bad name. And the majority of us would never do something like this. Keyword majority, Angie. That seems like there's still a lot of you that would. Yeah, I don't trust a lot of people to drive regular cars. No, people are shit at driving. Yeah, like, think of all the stories we have of someone like, ah, he was watching a movie while he was driving on the motorway, and he was hammered and on drugs. Mm, You don't want that, like, you don't want that person to have a supercar that can outrun the police on its own. (laughs) And it doesn't, you don't even have to tell it to outrun the police, it just outruns the police. It's pre-programmed to flee. (laughs) It, it, It turns kill mode. (laughs) <laughs> instant kill instant kill mode if one siren goes off near it instant kill mode that, and that's just that's how they protect their owners but a big the, thing with, look, le- with cars that drive themselves is that like a car it's it's like the trolley problem so a car can't decide between killing one person and killing four people yeah but, but, but in that situation do you make it so that the car kills itself <laughs> No, in kill mode, it drives over one group of people and then reverses and goes through the other group of people as well. <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> no, we, we don't need any survivors. <laughs> I'm on the run. 
but here's my GPS location. <laughs> but so, um, apparently what happens is that you have to, if your hands come off the wheel, warnings begin going off every 15 seconds in a normal Tesla, in the driver assist program. So you have to put your hands on the wheel and turn it a little bit so that it knows your hands are there. If you don't, it starts beeping at you. And if you still don't, it starts getting even louder. Which means that these people have clearly hacked into the system and overrided, have, have, yeah, have overrided the system and basically gotten rid of all the safeguards that were there and set it up so that they could go for a snooze on the motorway. That is ridiculous. Because it is a computer at the end of the day, so it can be hacked. Yes, as, as with all computers, I mean, that's what they'll say. That's it, and you see the reflection of the code in their glasses. <laughs> and it's a lot of just typing random letters just to see what happens. There's a video on the internet of uh, it's some like tech news website or something like that. But one person is driving down like a motorway in America uh, in a Tesla, and there's another dude in a car behind him on a laptop, and he hacks into the other dude's car while he's driving and starts steering it. What? Yeah, it's fucked. Oh, Jesus. Is this the future? Is this autopilot cars from now on? Oh, I'm just going to like... I don't... Within the next 20 or 30 years, I don't see myself buying any car with autopilot on it. No. it's go- We're going to turn it into iRobot. Yeah. Oh, that is the plot of iRobot. It's going to be half and half, and then all the robots will turn evil, and there's going to be a big monster in a big computer going to kill us all. And Shia LaBeouf will be there, and he'll be shouting. I forgot Shia was in that one. Shia's in that movie, that's the height of Shia, he's coming off, um, <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> Even Stevens? Even Stevens, he was coming off that Even Stevens clout. <laughs> Straight into iRobot. Straight into iRobot, and then he backed that up with Indiana Jones. Oh, he did fairly well for himself. And then the Transformers movies. And then Transformers. So he was absolutely killed if 2007 was his year. Yeah, it was a simpler time before we had self-driving cars. Also, I think iRobot came out before 2007. I think that's like 2004. Ah, oh, it really makes you want to buy a pair of Converse right at the start, though, doesn't it? <laughs> it oh, damn you, Will Smith, you're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And I do have another man who is driving a car, or a, or a vehicle of some kind. There was no autopilot on this one, because the man was driving... I Sorry, I should correct myself. Florida man. <gasps> driving stolen construction machinery in keys. Tells what? deputies... I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> what does he like about it? <laughs> so a man stopped by sheriff's deputies in the Florida Keys for driving a stolen vehicle, a vo- stolen, stolen construction vehicle, told them that he was operating the machinery because I like it. <laughs> I mean, that's a bold sir, move. Sir, why are you operating this stolen construction vehicle? Well, I like it, officer. Well, well you know I what? You've got me hooked. It. I, he's like, I like him too, son. <laughs> and down goes another one. There's an, we finally cracked the case. Dad? <laughs> um, Christopher Paul Hawkins, 35, was driving heavy machinery with no lights on when a Monroe County Sheriff's deputy pulled him over at 1.35am oh, on Wednesday. Morning. 
Yes, when the deputy approached the driver inside the construction vehicle, he recognised Hawkins as someone he had seen walking just moments before along the same road. Hmm. <laughs> With a mischievous look in his eye. Who, who had a sign that said, I'm looking for construction vehicles to steal. The deputy also thought the construction equipment looked familiar too. This fucking deputy, fucking Hawkeye. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, he was right. Police identified the machinery as a Levi 685B grader. Everyone's favourite grader, Sean. Fine grader. Mm. Which was part of a road... Which was part of a road construction project underway just a few hundred feet from where Hawkins was stopped. According to the deputy, Hawkins had trouble standing and appeared to be intoxicated. He stated he didn't remember how much he had to drink. And that he probably hadn't had any. But he couldn't remember <laughs> if he hadn't had any. Look, probably not an officer, but I can't in good confidence say that. Yeah, no, I don't want to lie to you, but at the same time I don't know myself. I'm just trying to be honest here. The question um, is not how many, the question is... How long? <laughs> when? The question is when, officer. <laughs> yeah. um, where he, so, um, he was... Sorry, I should say that he stated he didn't remember how much he had to drink or whatever, and then but that his pickup truck was parked at a bar on Little Torch Key. So he left the pickup truck at the bar, and he said, okay. "Responsible, I'm going to walk home." And he must have been about halfway home when he realised walking is for fucking dickheads. It is uh, hitting the pavement is shit. So he's going to decide no more of that. And then he looks to his left and they're doing a bit of construction. Oh, Jesus. That's a lovely bit of machinery over there. That I'll a, just drive that home. That looks like a grader. Sure I know how to drive a grader. <laughs> is, is that a 685B grader, Lee boy? Fuck it. I've been looking for one of them for months. <laughs> and, you know, if you do have to drive home, just make sure that anything you hit, you just drive through it. Yeah, and you'll make a new road. <laughs> Public service. <laughs> Officer, I'm relaying the pavement. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it just comes up with all these construction excuses. It's like, oh, I'm just, I'm re... I'm washing the sunlight off the road, you know? Oh, the, the mayor's breaking my balls. He wants this road completed by tomorrow. And he's after calling me at 25 to 2 in the morning. You know yourself. You know how it is. Oh, jeez. Um, and sure, I said I'd do it. Because I'm the sucker that I am, I said I'd do it. And um, I said I'd have a few beforehand just to kind of loosen me up. Because <laughs> I drive better when I'm drunk. Sorry, wait, no, get, I don't drink. Just to get the old creative juices flowing. You know? <laughs> yeah. I start seeing things. Start taking a few drugs as well before I do it, just so I can see things, officer. What do you say? I'm an artist, you know. This, <laughs> this road, this is art to me. And it's just like him driving in a big circle repeatedly, with laying down tarmac. <laughs> slowly getting higher and higher <laughs> I'm building the leaning tower of concrete it's going to be good um, um, so the deputy walked to the construction site where he saw a path left by the vehicle so he was doing his justice and noted that when Hawkins took the grader he damaged the sidewalk and the roadway but you can't make an omelette without breaking a few eggs so exactly. I mean, he wanted to lay down a new sidewalk. The old one was shit. You might as well damage it. 
It's actually sure it's damaged already, boy. <laughs> it's, it was damaged now, just to make sure. Um, <laughs> Hawkins was charged with driving while under the influence, driving while under the influence with property damage, and driving with a suspended license and criminal mischief. Um, the company that owns the vehicle was called, and they stated the grader was valued at $120,000. Um, Hawkins was taken to jail, where he now is up for court. Sean, Florida man, where did he go wrong? I mean, look, fair play to him. Didn't drive home at the start. No. But then also... Responsible. But then also, got a little bit tired walking home. <laughs> oh, me uh, legs! Me legs do get tired with all this walking! God, and I, I live in Washington, D.C. Why am I in Florida? Uh, <laughs> He's going to drive it 20 kilometres an hour the whole way to Washington. Look, it, it, people have done weirder for less. Uh, yeah, they have. I, don't, I just... He went wrong when he stole the thing. If he if that was his grader, fair enough, he's still drunk, but at least he wouldn't have got the, the criminal mischief charge. BYOG, bring your own grader. If you're going the to og. start driving one, bring your own one. Get your get your grading license. <laughs> you gotta go and buy yourself a grader if you're gonna start driving making tarmac. You what know what does I mean? a grader do? We don't know. We don't know anything about construction. <laughs> there's there's bricks involved. Ah, uh, sometimes they lay bricks. Sometimes, Jez, it's a nightmare to get them to lay a few bricks. Jez, <laughs> they be robbing you. Sitting oh, around doing nothing. Pay by the brick, huh? Ah, Jesus, oh. no! Ah. Oh, dear. Know, seriously, though, we are not men. <laughs> Con- Connor, I've looked up what a grader is. <laughs> is it a, it's like a combine harvester, what is it? Yeah, it's uh, it's a form of heavy equipment with a long blade. <laughs> oh, no, that's why he's chopping up all the pavements. He was going to chop up the pavements so he could then proceed to get in the other truck that had all the tarmac in it. Of course. Yeah. He was doing the whole process. He's, like I said, break a few eggs, make an omelette. I think he's just trying to be a good civil servant. He's he's the Batman we deserve. Yeah, but not the one we need. And not so the one we're, we need. <laughs> we've, we're finishing on Florida Man this week, Sean. And Florida Man has not only done things in construction vehicles, he's also saved his own life. But we have a Florida man, fights off attacking alligator, survives with 65 stitches, says he survived by poking the alligator in its eyes. Ooh, he's fighting dirty with this alligator. He went straight to dirty, he kicked him in the balls and then poked him in the eyes. Is this this a situation in a fight where fighting dirty is allowed? Like, I think we've established that you can fight dirty with sharks, because... Whenever you're involved in a shark fight, you're always on their turf. It's They never come to you. They, yeah, you, so you normally go to them. Yeah, so you're allowed to go for the eyes, go for the nose. But an alligator, amphibious, can go on land as well. A dangerous prospect. Like, And, and I, th- I think you're allowed to fight dirty with an alligator. I think he's not going to fucking fight fair. That's true as well. Like, Because, we, mm. cause, you know, for us, biting is off the table. You never bite in a fight. <laughs> No, like, don't hit the face, don't hit below the belt. Get that middle bit. Work the body, yeah. Work the body. You're talking to the alligator before the fight. Work yeah. the body. Sir, are you familiar with Queensbury rules? 
<laughs> Here, she. No, I, I fought you in the 50s. I fought your father. I'll fight <laughs> you now. Like, like fronting like a strongman does. <laughs> Put his little arms. Here, she. <laughs> uh, um, so Mark Johnson. 61 has lived his entire life around alligators. That's why he was so surprised when one tried to grab him and drag him into a canal behind his Florida home. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I think that's par for the course in Florida. Johnson managed to get the gator to let go of his leg by digging both of his index fingers into the reptile's eyes. Fuck and me. even then, he felt lucky to get away alive. And they have an interview with Mark, and I think Mark's a bit of a Florida man. So I liked his interview. I always thought I had a greater chance of encountering a rattlesnake on my morning walks than I did of being grabbed by an alligator, said Johnson, laughing as he did it. Oh, like a psychopath. (laughs) A a marine artist and a Florida native. This was scary. I was cussing the gator out, saying, you're not going to get me into the water, you bitch. In his head while he's being bit, he's like, Oh, if he gets me in the water, it's over. <laughs> You're not going to get me into the water, you bitch, he said to an alligator. And the alligator just says, How dare you? I think at that point, I would not be able to talk. If I'm getting attacked by an alligator, I'm not like conscious enough to go, Here, you're a bitch. Yeah, that is someone who's. Like, he might not have been mentally prepared for an alligator attack. But he is mentally prepared for a lot of shit that he's cool under pressure. <laughs> Johnson was walking at about 9.30am on September, uh, September 14th, along a canal with his 8-year-old golden retriever Rex. Um, he had seen the gator swimming southbound in the canal past where they were walking. Rex was right at the water's edge, nibbling on grass, when Johnson noticed the gator turn towards them. I stepped down onto the mud bank and yelled at Rex to get on home. And oh, Rex immediately Rex. left. Good, good on him. He does what he's told. Rex, go home. This isn't for you. You don't need you don't to see this. see what's about to happen. <laughs> Puts a knife in between his teeth. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he left immediately. But my croc got stuck in the mud. <laughs> so, the croc got stuck while fighting an alligator. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you could write this. <laughs> That's... Perfect. And he told this to an interviewer. Yes, he did. He said he was going to get away himself, but his croc got stuck. You know how you're wearing crocs on your morning walk? Slip off the croc. That's yeah, the croc is, That's not important, surely. Sacrifice the croc to uh, escape he said, the gator. He said, as I tried to wriggle it free, I saw the gator lunge out of the water and seize onto the back of my right knee. The force of the attack knocked Johnson to the ground. In shock, he twisted around and was like, Leave my croc alone, you bitch. No, he didn't say that. He twisted around and knew he had no chance of prying open the jaws. But he wanted to act fast before the gator tried to go into its death roll, perhaps twisting his leg or a a chunk of his thigh and calf off its bone. That's when he reacted with his fingers to the eyeballs of the alligator in the process of calling him names. <laughs> Just a bit of playground bullying as well. <laughs> Your mother doesn't even love you. I fucking Here's a fucking ice. <laughs> Snap! <laughs> um, somewhat to Johnson's surprise, the gator immediately let go and swam away. Johnson limped the 75 yards back to his porch, blood dripping down his leg. 
His wife of 25 years, Lou, immediately helped him get into the shower to clean out the wound and wrap a towel around it. They went to a nearby medical centre where the wound was disinfected and treated. He received 12 puncture wounds and about 60 stitches in his leg. Plus another five in the index finger on his left hand, where he cut it in the gator's eye socket. What? Yes! He cut himself on a gator's skull while poking his eyes out. How far in do you have to be to cut your own finger? I mean, that gator's blind now, surely. I mean, the gator's not fucking attacking Rex anymore. Uh, (laughs) Do you think... Do you think the gator will be afraid of him now, or that, does it have the capacity for fear? I think the gator goes home and tells his gator friends. And I think they're going to come back bigger and stronger the next time. And if one croc even gets slightly stuck in the mud, both of his legs are gone. Oh, the gator gang will come for him. The gator gang, yes, the gator gang. Um, he said that the, pre- the pain was pretty intense, as much for the force of the jaws clamping down on his leg as the teeth. Johnson doesn't blame the alligator. It was just doing what alligators do. Classic Florida man. But it's important for people to understand how dangerous alligators are. If I had been a small child or a pet, I wouldn't have even had a chance, he said. And Johnson said it was important to keep his cool under pressure in order to survive. You cannot panic. And he said, I go fishing all the time. I'll reach down and lift up the fish with my hand. I just got lucky. Um, And so... During this, he gets he gets attacked by an alligator and then calls it, you're not bringing me into the water, you little bitch, and then proceeds to poke it in the eyes and fight it until it fucks off. I mean, it's the Jaws movie we never got, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. I- also, they asked um, an alligator expert, uh, Jerry Chandler, which is a great name, and he said, quite worryingly, you take one alligator out, and ten more come along. This is a swap. <laughs> They're like grey hairs. <laughs> so, I think that that's his like message to this guy. Like, you've taken one of them out. They're going to come back stronger. The, the You're family are going to come for you. La familia. Like, I'd move. I would actually move. Yeah, you're 75 yards away from the swamp. I think you are fucked. I, Rex won't be eating grass anytime soon. No, Rex won't be seeing much of the daytime, I think. Rex will be seeing a lot of stomach. Uh, like, I just... I think the best part of that story is my croc got stuck. But that's the only reason he got attacked. He would have made it home otherwise. Otherwise he would have had full speed in his <laughs> crocked feet. Yeah. And he had to try and fight. He fought that off with only one croc on. That's how heroic that is. That's true. The other croc stayed on. Then he mm. presumably stopped to pick up the other croc before leaving. Oh, a- after yeah, before he leaves, he's not a maniac. He, before yeah. he, gets, he goes home, before he leaves home to the wife, he's not going home with one croc. <laughs> He'll come in covered in blood. Where the fuck is your croc? I'm after getting you them for Christmas. Where the fuck is that other croc? I know what you're like. I know what you're like. You'll forget it. You'll forget your own head. Jesus. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is Florida man. He attacked an alligator. Well, the alligator attacked him, and he fought off the alligator. Florida Man has become, I don't know, he's more powerful than the alligators now, so there's probably no stopping him. Yeah, with each enemy he defeats, he does become just that little bit stronger, I think. And I get more and more worried. Um, So, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays. What a week. 
Uh, wait, it's not Movie Mondays, Connor. It's weird news, you goof. No, 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 absolutely oh. not. It's Movie Mondays. Oh, these are all films we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that was oh. Jaws. I haven't seen it myself, but I read the Wikipedia. <laughs> and I filled in the gaps somewhere along the way. <laughs> I got the gist. Um, yeah, this is Weird News Wednesday. I do apologise. Um, Sean, would you like to take us out? Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast, or there's a link in the description to that if you're interested. Uh, everyone over there, you're all super, super nice. Thank you all for your continued support. The best way anyone can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. Just the one, please. Uh, we're on all the social medias. They're all linked in the description. Or you can go to herefryer underscore at outlook.com if you'd like to email us any questions or anything like that. But I think that's about it, Connor. I think that is. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mean. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.